0: Welcome to Pillow Voices, a production of Jacob's Pillow Dance Festival, with content from the Pillow Archives. I'm Norton Owen, the Pillow's Director of Preservation, and I'm happy to introduce street dancer and professor Tina Marie Custer. She will be your host for this episode, focused on how choreographers from various cultural backgrounds create work derived from their ancestors, inspired by nature, or motivated by their spiritual beliefs.
1: At the time of the release of this podcast episode, many cultures are celebrating what some call the thinning of the veil. In other words, the time of year that ancient lore has told us that the spirit world and the physical world collide. Festivals and events such as Dia de los Muertos in Mexico, the Gaelic festival of Samhain, and Halloween mark the global consciousness of honoring ancestors that have transitioned to an alternate space and time. In this episode of Pillow Voices, I would like to honor how several artists from diverse cultural backgrounds work in conjunction with nature, the cosmos, or their ancestors to decode spiritual messages in order to create new work. You will hear experiences that are largely about the process of making a new work, but also the practices of meditation or conjuring during the performance. I would like to open this episode with a blessing from the 2022 site-specific work by Michelle N. Gibson, the artist, titled, "Taken It to the Roots. This offering is given by priestess Nana Sula Sprit, one of the collaborators on the project of bringing the culture of New Orleans' second line to the pillow. Depending on your own cultural system of beliefs, I invite you to take a deep breath with me. And tune in with your God, intuition, ancestors, nature, or environment during this blessing. Reflect on how you receive your intuitive messages, what messages are downloading in your conscious or subconscious, and how do they help you heal and create new patterns and new art?
2: perfect love we come from the north south east and west we come we pay homage to all the ancestors that walked on this land all of your ancestors as well we pay homage to our own ancestors we ask that this be a day of beauty that our ancestors dance together and that we have one perfect song together we thank you we thank our ancestors and we give praises to all that is you say, Ashay. 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 Ashay.
0: Ashay. Ashay-o. Ashay-o. In
1: 2017, I had the privilege of being part of a pillow lab residency with the street and club dance company, Efrat Asheri Dance. I remember trudging back to our cabin from a long day of rehearsal. All I could hear was my breath, the crunching of the December snow beneath my feet and I looked up to see the full moon illuminated and greeting me through the landscape of trees. I stopped dead in my tracks to hear her speak. Never had I felt so connected to all those that came before me on that sacred land. It was as if a portal opened for time to stand still, and I was left feeling a tremendous responsibility to create art that will heal myself, the land, and any audience member that steps onto the grounds. This is a sentiment shared by many artists that have come and gone at the pillow and is emphasized through a talk with Michelle N. Gibson toward the end of the episode. Indigenous artist, Sandra LaRonde, director of Red Sky Dance in Ontario, Canada, is here discussing her inspiration for the spirit-centered work she does with her company. The clip is from a pillow talk titled The Land on Which We Dance with fellow Indigenous artist, Christopher K Morgan and moderated by Pillow Scholar Jennifer Edwards.
3: I am most excited, I would say, because, you know, I start by naming the place that I'm from because so much of where I'm from comes into the work. The vision and being being this babe, you know, being able to be just in nature and go out and seek a wolf or go out and say, I'm going to go find a bear today. And just go out and be in nature, immersed. And, and then through osmosis and time and place, it gets inside of you and you carry the spirit of the land with you wherever you go. And that forging of that spirit is in Red Sky's work to this day in terms of how, like in Tomogamy, you see the Milky Way. You see the constellations you see the incredible magnificence and beauty beyond just a human-centric space. And at Red Sky, I'm very interested in looking at spirit-centrism, not just human-centrism, but all beings, sentient, alive, spirited, in the here and now, living and breathing, like even these leaves right now are part of our conversation. Mm -hmm. And um, so I'm just really... uh, Honored to be able to do that through the work, through the music, the live music, through the movement and through the storytelling, and um, bringing my people and my ancestors with me in every single production we do. That makes me really proud. When you look up at the night sky, I realize that, well, when we look at the night sky, we see Orion, we see all, you know, the Roman and Greek constellations and stars that were were taught in high school. Public school and high school and even university, and so the night sky in a way has been sort of claimed by uh Greeks and Romans and somehow still prevails and It made me think about, well, what about our constellations, what do they look like you know if if the constel- if the night sky is a reflection of a people or vice versa, you know what is our origin what is our what's what's our psyche look like in terms of the constellation and uh So that was a really really important thing for trace and then we had these wonderful astrophysicists uh astrobiologists cultural astronomers not just cultural astronomers there's astronomers you know i always you know whenever it's indigenous people who are an astronomer they say it's cultural astronomer but no they're an astronomer (laughs) and it sort of you know it also often signifies something a little bit underneath astronomy as such but Anyway, we had this incredible investigation into the star world and into the cosmos, and then looking at Western science as well to to come up with trace. So I think what's really exciting is that we get to look at our themes and the things that excite us in this time and place, and then to touch that memory of things that want to come forward and out and then be shared. And that's, that's um, I don't know what that is, but that's like a very magical place.
1: Though connecting with their place in the universe is a common impetus for artists to gain inspiration, sometimes artists experience messages that are delivered through a meditative state or a dream. From the same pillow talk, The Land on Which We Dance, Christopher K. Morgan and Sandra LaRonde share how the connection to ancestry and indigenous cultures can create new dances for healing.
3: Even traditional dance, for example, like the jingle dress dance, which came to Anishinaabe, Anishinaabe woman um, in Lake of the Woods area in a dream. It came to her in a dream where she, it was called the healing dress dance at the beginning, then it became the jingle dress dance. And then it went right across indigenous. You know, have you ever seen it with the cones? Mm-hmm. And it has that, sound. um, So when that happened, that was contemporary. Now it's traditional, Mm -hmm. but it was temporary in its time.
0: And then we went to Maui and we just kept encountering the land over and over and over. And we kept in touch with the stones. Um, But the presence of the stones began with the dream that I say at the very end of the performance, which was a real dream that I had in the summer of 2009, where in my dream, all of these people that, that came from behind me and I couldn't see started to place stones on my back. And they were big and they were large and they were heavy, but I could still breathe even though they were there. And that was, Pretty much the entirety of the dream, it was place-based. I knew where it was. Well, I didn't know at the time, but I was shown it the next day. That's amazing, isn't it? Anyway, so in this dream, there's all these stones on my back. And so I asked my aunt, the mother of my cousin, John Kaimikawa, whose Hula traditions um, I am in some small way connected to, um, to interpret the dream. And she said, oh, that's pretty clear. All the people that you couldn't see are your ancestors and people you haven't met on your journey yet. And the stones that they were placing on your back is their knowledge. And it's good that you could keep breathing because that means you can carry these stones forward. That's your new responsibility. Oh. And so, yeah, it was a big wow. And, <laughs> and actually for the next two years, I didn't even do research. I just sat with that and I was like, what am I supposed to do with all those stones? It's <laughs> a big responsibility. And then like things um, sometimes blessedly do, it started to unfold. Um but that connection to place was so important and bringing everyone there who is a part of that was so important sometimes you know we go months and months without doing this particular work and it's now to the point where we can show up and the two musicians and i the projection design team and the lighting designer we can just do it it's so deeply connected because we spent all of that time really thinking about where is this coming from in a really really deep way both the land the history, the people, my family. And it's created a new subfamily of the six of us that no matter where we go, it's always there. And I think that's something that's really exciting about, you know, as more and more clarity around our connection to land is reinvited back into all of our lives, um, it helps that process become more clear and simple.
1: In 2022, Jacob's Pillow hosted the Dance Theatre Afro-Latin Immersion Program. The director was the very celebrated and accomplished artist, Maria Torres. Torres is a self-described Puerto Rican, Dominican, and Cuban artist from New York City. You will hear footage from the final showing of a two-week school intensive with several participants. As part of the showing itself, a poem written and recited by Nada Colon Di Maria accompanies the dancing. Then as part of a Q and A session after the showing, Torres and two of the dancers, Nicole Marie Machado and Joel Santiago, express how the process of honoring the land and their ancestry is woven into the process of creating the work as well as the final performance. Let the rhythms The sound of water and the beautiful poem help you connect you to your lineage and a larger understanding of time.
4: I move to the rhythms my ancestors pass on to me. Ritmos. Hips up, down, sway, feet digging into the floor. La tiera giving us more power, ritmo. Welcome to our home, the one we built on untold lands where the skies tell our stories and spirits dance in the sand. This is our ritmo. This is our story. This is our power. Nuestros ritmos of una mestla, the great big family tree where the roots run deep, deep, deep. where ocean's away, where mama learned the songs that put us to sleep. Sway. Sway, circle, stomp, give, rejoice, ritmo. When our people were ripped from their lands, mama sang out to us. Here is tu espíritu. When the sun sets and the wind gets cold, spirit will lift you. Here is el agua. Drink it, drift in it, let it carry you, here is La Tierra. Feel it with your bare hands and feet, let it ground you. Here is El Aire. Inhala y exhala, fill your lungs with peace. And here is El Viento. It will carry all of your stories and dreams. From generation, to generation, to generation, to generation, to generation, to generation.
2: We wanted to, we used the metaphors,
3: so our ancestors, we, they always were able to honor the land that they're on. And so the five elements were really important, earth, water, fire and wind. And then that fifth element is our spirit and our soul. So the, the we wanted to inhabit the space to be able to allow that feeling as you came in through the doors, to be able to really get to, to get to experience each of them because they were de- developing their own characters.
4: Yeah, I think it was a moment to kind of start with self and, and again, like Maria said, honor our ancestors and really not, I, wanna, I don't wanna say act, but like, be, like go back in, in that memory because we all have that in ourselves. Um, and then again, while doing that, finding your community, you know, um who are the people around you? Who's your tribe? Who's gonna protect you? And then how does that carry on throughout the piece? So for me to perform it, it was extremely meditative to spend so much time in close to stillness in the, in the earth, in these woods. And I think also when we talk about honoring ancestral practices, to be with the earth, in stillness, to be with the earth in slowness is something that we really get to do. So a kind of meditation also, perhaps.
1: Now we go to a Pillow Lab residency of Ananya Dance Theater in 2023. The Minneapolis-St. Paul-based company's artistic work unfolds through Yorcha, a trademarked unique movement aesthetic of contemporary dance that draws on the classical Indian dance of ODC, the martial art Cho, and vinyasa yoga, in order to celebrate a feminine energy and aesthetic. What you will hear next is a post-show discussion led by Pillow scholar, Melanie George, in which director Ananya Chatterjee, as well as her collaborators, discuss the psychic fabric of the work they created together. We will also hear from one of the collaborative artists in this work, Alexis Aramina Renee where she discusses the process for her contribution to a section about their relationship to saltwater and ancestry.
4: People are so, all these artists are so um, tuned, uh, so tuned into the sort of psychic world of the work that they, they find their way. And then it became clear to me that it was, it was time. It was a timeline that care was the a historic timeline that Kea had was condemned to hold. So uh, but it it was through the through the way people developed the work. And you know, Lexi comes in and says, You mu- you have to remember it. You know, and then Parisha playing around with the ropes, of course she's the opener of portals. It makes so much sense. And then, you know, a lot of questions. Spirit would ask constant questions what is the feel of this word? is it dark is it light are there you know th- there's animals of course but what does it feel like what's
2: under your feet so this started with a question that ananya asked each of us um and that was what was our relationship to salt water mm-hmm. um and i think it was a really beautiful series of conversations that each of us as the dancers and artists in the company had to contribute because we all have such very different relationships to salt water. So, for example, Kea, keeps you called out, um, is from an island and initially from Hawaii. Uh, you know, That's a whole different relationship to salt water than Marisha, who's from Nepal, which is landlocked. Um, I'm from Baltimore, and my relationship to salt water really um, engaged it as the transatlantic slave trade, mm-hmm. water that is polluted, water at the time that we were making the work. Um, people in the city did not have water, Mm -hmm. and so we had no access to fresh water as well. Uh, And there was a moment in rehearsal that I recall, as each of us were sharing stories of how that actually started to move into the work and into phrases. I remember sharing a dream, again, being from the Chesapeake area, if you're familiar with Maryland, we about crabs. <laughs> and there are also ancestral connections to crab as a protection, crab and the way that the enslaved black folks used to use it. And so I brought that into conversation. And there's actually a section in the dance called Crab Walk that, that starts to move into. And so each person's relationship to saltwater and salt in general and ancestry and the uh, archetypes and I got assigned to us start to move into the space and start to develop into the world, into the movement and sound the Spirit ended up scoring.
1: Growing up as a preacher's kid in what was called a spirit filled church, I was trained from a young age to practice hands on healing, prophecy, and speaking in tongues, which were all tools of divination to connect to God. As I came of age and began studying metaphysical and healing practices from other cultures, as well as finding a spiritual dance home in the club culture of house and other street dance styles, I recognized how as a dance maker, I could also create from the place of spirit. The last artist to inspire us also grew up as a preacher's kid, but in New Orleans. She actively works with her ancestors to create empower and uplift the community through the culture of second line through a post-show talk with pillow scholar melanie george as well as a site-specific work titled taking it to the roots in 2022 here is the incomparable michelle n gibson the artist there were three
5: spirits that stayed with me as we were creating my father the reverend the late Reverend B.A. Gibson, who was a minister in the African Methodist Episcopal Church. He was also a presiding elder. My son, Nigel, who is 16, his great-great-grandfather was one of the members of Young Olympia Benevolent Association. Right, Young Men Olympia Benevolent Association. That started in 1882. They called him the Grand Wizard. His name was Leonard Getrich. And during Hurricane Katrina, um, there was a write-up that Times did on Herbert Getrich. So if you want to know his- It's a PBS documentary as well. It's a PBS documentary, so you want to know. The voice that you heard was his voice. Before he passed, as I was working with the project, I went home and I sat with him. I sat at his feet. Because we got to learn how to sit at the elders' feet to get the, the, the knowledge, so I sat at his feet, and I recorded our conversations, and everything you heard was him saying how he felt going through Katrina. I lost everything I own, my house, the money in the attic. Now, you know for old folks in back in the South, we hide money in the cracks, right? His voice carried with me, and so he became a spirit guide for me, Also the third spirit, masculine spirit energy was Baba Obatala, right? If you understand, if you ever heard about the Yoruba religion, we have laws that guide us. And Obatala is an old grandfather, old man here, old, old man. And it's something about Obatala that leads me. So in this work, there are three masculine energies that lead me in spirits. So the voice you heard was the voice of Herbert Getrich, and the hat, that you saw in the case was his hat. And so if I'm gonna put my culture in real timing, whatever I have to support that, that takes me to the water, that's what I present in the works. So his hat was me saying goodbye, like we go to the funeral right before they close the casket. And you say your last goodbyes. That's what that hat is a representation for me. Ah, huh, Shame. The thing with spirit is that it doesn't matter where we are. It's gonna resonate. This ground, Jacob's Pillow is sacred ground. Very, very sacred ground. <laughs> Baba Chuck Davis, Tally Beattie, Catherine Dunham. I am the daughter of who they are. And so being president to set that this work on this ground only blesses the space and that's more works that we need done now it's not about show and tell and how fluffy the work looks on stage and we need to be producing works that are that are conjuring up spirit so that we can start to heal y'all it's not a show and so it wouldn't matter it wouldn't have mattered where i said it spirit is still going to resonate but it resonates special on this on this land Ted, Sean, and Ruth St. Dennis is sitting on top of that theater right now, sitting on top of the, and they say, go ahead,
0: girl. Yes. That's it for this episode of Pillow Voices. Thank you for joining us today. On behalf of Jacob's Pillow, we look forward to sharing more dance with you through the films, essays, and podcasts at danceinteractive.jacobspillow.org and, of course, through live experiences during our festival and throughout the year. Special thanks to the National Endowment for the Arts for helping launch this podcast series. Please subscribe to Pillow Voices wherever you get your podcasts, and visit us again soon, either online or on-site.